today we talk to Brad and Pete, who are surf friends. Their new album, Sonic Waves, was just released on Flying Nun, and so we catch the duo just after their record release show at Auckland's Thirsty Dog. The new album is Sonic Wave. When did when did you start thinking about making this, and what kind of discussions the two of you have about what you wanted this to be? Yeah, I guess probably 2019, eh, Pete? We started yeah. thinking about it. We had a few, like we, because we kind of nonstop jam. We never like have periods where we're just not doing anything really. Even though there's periods like if you, in terms of us being documented um there'll be periods where we haven't played a show in like two years or a year and a half or whatever but through that time we're always jamming because it's super fun you know right um so we have all these and a lot of the time we just record sometimes it might just be like on your phone or whatever and we so we're non-stop have this kind of selection of ideas and stuff so from that we kind of go through when we're looking at shit should we do an album we look through a lot of those recordings There'd literally be like a hundred of them, you know, and then from that start going, shit, this is pretty cool, you know, and start like, and, and the other thing is like a lot of time because we have the drum machine or sample of the drums, it's for perfect BPM. So I could create, figure out what the BPM is, create a new beat and then play it exactly over the top. And then sometimes in, in my recording the first tracks like this raw as phone clip from some jam in Parnell or something. <laughs> and um, that's like the first track and then everything layers over that. Right. And then, so we kind of build off that. Um, from there, we, yeah, then started going, shit, actually, we're probably heading towards an album here. <laughs> um, and then I guess what <laughs> themed with this on Sonic Waves was we wanted it to be a little bit raw and I used a distortion amp that was my first amp that a guy, Jeremy Toy, that plays in a few bands. Oh, yeah. He was my guitar teacher. <clears throat> when I was little, um, he gave me that amp pretty much, or sold it to me for like 30 bucks or something. Um, <laughs> it's got a killer distortion channel, so we don't normally do that much distortion um, in the recording. Normally it's added afterwards, so that was a little bit different. And um, we kind of just want it to be a little bit raw. It's still clean, but that was like one conscious thing that we had with this record. Yeah. Very cool. So, so, so what kind of things did you learn from Jeremy? Did he give you any other information? I mean, he's been around making records and been part of the scene for quite a number of years. So did he impart wisdom on you? I mean, like he didn't have anything to do with this record, but he influenced me massively when I was little, like um, the guitar teachers I had before him, it was very much like, this is a red hot chili pepper song and this is right. whatever like um whereas he was like this is she had she had la la land you know like um this is like some pretty different stuff um so he was a pretty big influence actually on me and i know he influenced a lot of other people from um the take he had with his guitar lessons yeah um he probably doesn't realize how much he actually influenced me <laughs> <laughs> He taught me a couple of scales that I use in heaps of the songs as well, actually, across all our records, yeah. All right. Yeah. So the album starts with a tune called Whirling Hiss. Why, why <laughs> is that at the beginning of the record? <laughs> <laughs> 
Mostly. sweet name, eh, for starters. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> Just sounds like a, a brilliant sort of crazy scenario, yeah, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon it's cool having instrumental as the first track. Right. And it kind of is just a lot of wish-wash of noise coming in and out from no drums to drums. And yeah, um, it's a little bit influenced by a band called Purling Hiss, which is sort of why I call it Purling Hiss. I get it. <laughs> I'll make sense now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of Purling Hiss. Who are they? I think it's a band from the States, sort of a one-man. I think it's a solo guy. He does yeah. perform with a band, but he does do like quite a lot of lo-fi solo recordings. It's quite yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, the track "Run from um, Run from the City." That have checked that out. Okay, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah that's, true. You'll see, like, yeah, it's a good track. Eh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 just like a jammy sort of. I yeah. think he's on Drag City Records, which is a pretty that's, cool. That's a cool label. label. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And you did a, you released kind of something real, there's a video and single, what, what spurred you on to choose that tune? Yeah, that's one that was a little bit different for us with a lot of our tracks we collaborate massively together whereas that one was largely fully written by me uh -huh. like which is a little bit rare um and yeah, um, i remember brad's like oh i've got this track because we, we're going through listen to all sorts of stuff that we've sort of recorded and what we want to put on the album and you, you start from a sort of a bigger pool and then you sort of work it down way down to sort of a few tracks that you like as a combination and yeah, he presented this track. He's like, oh, check this out. I've, I wrote this um, a month or so ago and um, been, we've been working on it for a little bit. And yeah, I was like, that is definitely going on the record if, if you want it on. Like, <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. yeah so we had to finish it off together, but yeah, it was like um, yeah. kind of presented the track, which was a bit new. Yeah. It is also, it links the album in a way because the theme of the song sort of about like um, having making time to do stuff consciously rather than just like watching tv and getting right. into those traps um because yeah. a lot of the record for us and certainly for me with the kids and that is those moments where like you know you should probably go to bed in 30 minutes or whatever so you're like oh it's not really enough time to like play guitar or whatever um i'll just like watch something on instagram or youtube and like and and i think like getting the record done a lot of it actually was those 30 minute windows be, me being like oh man you know i'm gonna get the guitar out and just like do that track quickly you know and then like it's enough time right and you do that four nights a week and all of a sudden you've like nailing it you know <laughs> <laughs> so it's sort of something for me it was like doing something real like making music but for other people it could be something different you know but it made me really realize the traps of social media and tv shows and stuff how you can just like get caught by it and right. time just disappears you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yes social media thing is so weird i'm an older guy so i mean i'm on it and i've never had a problem with it you know I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't, but i have a friend of mine he's similar age to me he's getting thrown off all the time yeah, <laughs> yeah totally it's, it's, it's different engaging social... with these wackos yeah, <laughs> yeah social yeah. media is all good if you kind of 
using it right, I suppose. But if you, I guess that for me anyway, the test is like, have I just emerged from like, how long have I been just like scrolling? Oh, that's cool. Just clicking on. And you're just watching stuff you'd never watch. You're like, oh, this is, oh, it's all right. But you just, there's better stuff I would want to watch that means more to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the test. Probably could have gone for a run in that time. I'd be a bit right. better, which is probably good for me. <laughs> to me, the, everything in that was like, the ultimate was like pre-social media when everyone was using iTunes and you had like a digital music collection and it was just the internet. Because at that point, you were like, if you were going to a website, you were actively choosing to go to it. Right. You were like being like, I want to go to the surfing website to watch a surfing movie, or I want to go here to see music or whatever. But the social thing, it, it almost chooses it for you. Right. You know? Well, it does. You're I like, mean, you're like, what's it going to throw at me? But that's, Whoa, a guy <laughs> like up, surfing with a, a dog. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does work sometimes. Though. It's amazing how often oh, you know you just like oh, yeah. present it with something. You go, "Ooh, actually, I really like that." I think, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of scary. Yeah, you have to recognize that. Eh? There is a flip side, which is good as well, <laughs> and it helped you guys. I mean, that's one yeah. way for people to discover you. So. Oh, totally, oh yeah. definitely, for that, sure. Yeah, that is one. So you guys are on crazy now, flying nun now, right? That's right. Yeah. How did? Yeah, since um twenty eleven, twenty twelve. Oh, it's I been think. a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um. But it's interesting yeah, no, that flying nun has a, a specific kind of image to certain people, especially overseas. Do you find that you yeah. have to kind of explain yourself that we? Oh, you know, we're not a chill, but we're. we're yeah. Yeah. It's um, I think it's become normal for us because it's been a while. Certainly the first few years we were like, oh man, like, are we worthy? You know, like, <laughs> especially for us because like, you know, basically our favorite bands are like, you know, the clean and the bats and stuff. It's like, that's our favorite music ever right. internationally out of anything. So it's like, um, and for us, like our dream is, we've sort of like, this is our dream almost like it'd be cool to be like humongous band or whatever, but like <laughs> become being on fly none. It's actually like our dream since we were like probably 15 years old or something, listen to those tunes. So like pretty epic, but um, yeah, it is certainly in the first few years. It was like, Whoa, far out. Like, cause I think when they yeah. first, I think maybe it was 2011, 2012, they brought it back off Warners and then Roger Shepard was like, we're just, we're going to sign some new bands, you know? Yep. And they signed like us, Grace and Gilmore, T54 and like, um, one other band that was a little bit, um, um, a slightly different genre. I can't remember what they're called. They're pretty rad though. And we were just like, Oh man, there's only like five bands or whatever. Yeah. One of them shit. <laughs> but, yeah. And do they, uh, got, kinda, did it give you guidance? Like, do they tell you what they, nah, they think you should be all, doing or not? Nah, nah, nothing like epic. that. Like, well, like we might do be what like, you want to do, man. Right? Yeah, yeah we, yeah. we might be like, holy moly, you know, still kind of realizing, you know, we're on flying nun. It's it's incredible, and like, oh, oh, yeah, as you say, are we up to it or like? But it's it's maybe a thought, but it's sort of you realize like you catch up with Roger and everyone there, and they're just like, cool, just uh, do your thing. Literally, not one suggestion at all. <laughs> Roger so was kind of just... like, I remember Roger was like, when we met with him, he was like he talked, you know, just do your stuff, you know, and, and then he talked a lot about in his experience, how he had seen like almost like crazes happen, like where someone that wasn't 
really the in sound becomes the in sound yep. and then isn't the in sound and then you know and he was just like a lot of it's like over time like it'll become like maybe you're the craze maybe you're not yep. but like how things just come in, yeah in like waves yeah i remember that chat i was at at a bar when we caught up with him and yeah, yeah and that was sort of like oh sweet so he's basically saying like it could go crazy could not go crazy yeah. it could just be a timing difference it was another time it could have gone crazy so he's like don't worry just do your thing and if it goes crazy sweet if not yeah. all good yeah, yeah. Um, so so that was that was kind of like quite in this relaxing in this in time and age and environment what what determines what you think the album is a success you know what makes it a success question, to you eh? that's a good question yeah um i think it's, well yeah, primarily true, for right? us I, I think going back to as a band I mean, primarily we're, we're good mates we surf together and make music and that's like the main thing having fun and then also like love playing shows and and just going for it and like making records and hope you know great if they go really well um but i guess we're not hanging on that it's more just keeping it fun it's not to say that you don't like you really like that stuff it's heaps of fun when, it, when you release a record and, it, and if it gets some plays it's um but we're not hanging on that so probably the success would be making sure we're having fun <clears throat> Still doing enjoying it as it. well yeah doing the, it, like, the external stuff songs. though is real tricky though eh? like because like we've uh, yeah, I guess I won't name bands, but it's like we've had scenarios where we've opened for a band from overseas that's got like four million millions of plays on Spotify and then opened for them and it's been like pretty quiet, you know, yep. gig. So it doesn't necessarily mean in New Zealand, it's probably because it's New Zealand, yeah, that I think it's, it's going to be yeah. like massive. And it's same with like uh, the song on Spotify for us that has the most plays is a song called Holiday. Yep. And the real reason why is simply because the Pixies shared it. Right. And once they shared it, it just went mental. Right. And <laughs> so it's like, it's it's little <laughs> things like that, which it, it just has a massive effect on like what happens yeah. out there. Like it would be like if Ed Sheeran or something shared a track, would probably have a million plays like across like the next three months. <laughs> right. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the record's more successful, you know? Yep. So you got to be careful, way. Eh? And it's a real good question, what you're saying. I don't really know how to answer it. <laughs> Do you expect to make like any money ever? <laughs> no. Well, I, mean, I mean, we don't really, nah, like that stuff's not in the totally. equation for us at all. Right, yeah. We kind of know it'd have to be absolutely crazy to actually get into that yeah. scenario. So we can, we can see comes, from... If it comes, sweet. Otherwise, we're not sort of like checking a bank balance because you yeah don't do that it's not, it's not healthy yeah we can see from like like last night was a pretty good show for us like a lot of people came it was epic and you can see like there was some money but you can see like far out that was like a big show for us it's not like huge money you yeah. know like that you kind of see like shit to like nail this it needs to be pretty big stuff you know like yeah, yeah. and you can see why people are doing it every night and that's when it adds up yep. you know doing it every night going hard and it's like right now i'm like shit i'm pretty sassed eh, from like two gigs this week <laughs> <laughs> and have you but done a lot much of overseas like, work yeah. have you have you played in the states in europe or anything nah we've never never gone eh? with no. yeah i think on our band camp and a couple of things where you can it sort of shows you where people are buying it from yeah just what country and 
I think it's mostly the US. Um, yeah, both Spotify and that. It's yeah, which over is, there. Which is but cool, it, yeah. It doesn't mean that. It's just probably because there's more people, though, as well. I think it is a factor, but it's probably just bigger population as well that influences it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up. We'll get some sleep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But what, what are you looking forward to next with the band doing next tomorrow or next week or next year? What do you What do you want to be doing? Oh, we're pretty stoked on next weekend, eh? Playing in Raglan. Oh, there you go. Surfboards with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never played in Raglan. Yeah, it's sick. There's a venue there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do some surfing it's, down it's, there, don't they? Shit, yeah, yeah, it's probably God. best world ways class. in New Zealand, probably. Yeah. Some of the best ways like, in the Arguably, world. Yeah. 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 It's funny, from the show, there was a bunch of people that are like, we're coming down, it's awesome. <laughs> so, a dude we met at, we opened for Crumb, which is which was amazing. Eh? That show cranked on Tuesday, just, just this week being. Right. And this guy had touched down from the States that day, and he's like, he saw... Uh, crumb with their music gear. He's like, is that act? He's like, can't be. He's like, holy moly. And then two is yawning to them. Couldn't believe they were talking to, talking to them. And then he's like, well, we're playing tonight. Um, so he came to the Crumb show. We met that dude there. And he's like, when you guys play next? Yeah, he <laughs> so enjoyed our like show. Cool. He's like, double, he- double header. And then last night is like, oh, I'm keen to come for the triple header. So he's coming to Raglan with us. <laughs> he's like, it's all happening in Raglan, man. Seen, yeah. <laughs> all right. Seeing us three times in less than two weeks. <laughs> no worries. Thanks yeah, well, so much, Marty. My pleasure. Thank awesome, you very much. Man. Thanks so Cheers, good, Marty. Good Cheers, mate. See bye. you. Bye. Too. See you, bye.